This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 945, Stocks Part 3, Most People Lose Money in the Market, by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, and uh, this is the part in the show where I usually tell you that I'm here each Monday through Friday reading to you from some of the best blogs on the planet. And that's true, I am, but starting tomorrow, it's gonna be every single day, not just weekdays. And that's because with your help, thanks to you, this show has done really well over the past three and a half years, and we wanna continue bringing you the best content daily. So now you can get a new episode each and every day, including weekends, and tomorrow's gonna be the first Saturday episode. So even if you only listen while driving to or from work on the weekdays, we think this won't be too much content for you and will also give us the opportunity to share more amazing posts. This is something we've done on our other show, Optimal Living Daily, since the beginning, and it's worked out well, so we thought we'd do the same here. And thank you again for listening every day. It really means a lot, and hopefully you'll like this small change starting tomorrow. And before we get to today's post, if you have a business, or if you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats. Some of those hats are totally great, but some, like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and simple management tools all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old-school, clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work. But Gusto is. Better yet, now's the time to get set up for the new year. Don't wait. Listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. So try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com OFD. That's G-U-S-T-O dot OFD. Now let's get right to today's post as we start optimizing your life. Stocks, part three. Most people lose money in the market by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. So here we have this wonderful wealth building tool that relentlessly marches upward, but, and this is a major but, boy howdy, it's a wild and unsettling ride. In part one and part two, I presented to you a very rosy view of the stock market and its wealth building potential. Everything I wrote is true, but this too is true. Most people lose money in the stock market. Here's why. One, we panic when times are tough and buy when the market is soaring. We buy high and sell low. This applies to all of us. It's the way humans are hardwired. We are psychologically unsuited to prosper in a volatile market. It takes an active will and effort to understand, accept, and then change this destructive behavior. Here's a sobering fact. The vast majority of investors in mutual funds actually manage to get worse returns from their funds than the funds themselves generate and report. Let that little nugget sink in a moment. How can this be? We can't help trying to time the market, and so we jump in and out, almost always at the wrong times. Here's what Warren Buffett has to say about this. Quote, The Dow started the last century at 66 and ended at 11,400. How could you lose money during a period like that? A lot of people did because they tried to dance in and out. End quote. Two, we believe we can pick individual stocks. You can't pick winning stocks. Don't feel bad, I can't either, nor can 80% plus of most pros. Oh sure, occasionally we can, and oh my, what a heady feeling it is when it works. 
it is incredibly seductive. Picking a stock that soars is an intense and addictive high. The media and internet are filled with so-called winning strategies that feed on this delusion. Last year, I spotted a trend and made 19% in four months on the five stocks I chose. Ugh, I still have this addiction. That's almost 60% annualized. This while the market was flat for the year. That's spectacular if I do say so myself. It's also impossible to do year after year. Even slightly beating the index year after year is vanishingly difficult. Only a handful of investors have been able to modestly outpace it over time. Doing so made them superstars. That's why Warren Buffett, Michael Price, and Peter Lynch are household names. That's why I don't let my occasional win go to my head. That's why I let index funds do the heavy lifting in my portfolio. Three, we believe we can pick winning mutual fund managers. Actively managed stock mutual funds, funds run by professional managers as opposed to index funds, are a huge and profitable business. Profitable for the companies that run them, that is. For the investors, not so much. So profitable are they, there are actually more mutual funds out there than there are stocks. Yeah, you heard that correctly. I'm amazed too. There is so much money at stake, investment companies are forever launching new funds while burying the ones that fail. The financial media is filled with stories of winning managers and funds and advertising from them. Past records are analyzed, managers are interviewed, companies like Morningstar are built around researching and ranking funds. The fact is, only 20% of fund managers will beat the index over time, 80% will fail, 100% of them will charge you high fees to try. There is no predicting which will be in that rarefied 20%. Every fund prospectus carries this phrase, past results are not a guarantee of future performance. It is the most ignored sentence in the whole document, and it's also the most accurate. Here's a little trick the mutual fund companies employ. When one of their funds underperforms, they'll simply quietly close it and fold the assets into something doing better. The bad fund disappears and the company can continue to claim its funds are all stars. Cute. There's lots of money to be made with actively managed funds, just not by the investors. Four, we play in the wrong end of the pool. Imagine you've just spent a few hours reading all the pithy posts here on JL, Collins, and H, as well you should. Richly deserving of a reward, you crack open a bottle of your favorite brew and pour it into a nice chilled glass. If you've done this before, you know that if you carefully pour it down the side, you'll wind up with a glass filled mostly with beer and a small foam head. Pour it fast and down the center and you can easily have a glass with a little beer and filled mostly with foam. Imagine now someone else has poured it for you, out of sight, and into a solid mug you can't see through. You have no way of knowing how much is beer and how much is foam. That's the stock market. See, the stock market is really two very different things. One, it is the beer, the actual operating businesses we can own a part of. Two, it is the foam the traded pieces of paper that furiously rise and fall in price moment to moment. This is the market of CNBC. This is the market of the daily stock market report. This is the market people are talking about when they liken Wall Street to Las Vegas. This is the market of the daily, weekly, monthly, yearly volatility that drives the average investor out the window and onto the ledge. This is the market that, if you are smart and want to build wealth over time, you will absolutely ignore. When you look at the daily price of a stock, it is impossible to know how much is foam. This is why a company can plummet in value one day and soar the next. This is why CNBC routinely features experts, each impressively credentialed, confidently predicting where the market is going next, while contradicting each other. 
It is all those traders competing to guess how much beer is actually in the glass and how much is foam. Over time, it is the beer that matters. It is the beer that is the real, operating, money-making, underlying businesses beneath all that foam and froth that relentlessly drives the market ever higher. Understand, too, that what the media wants from these commentators is drama. Nobody's going to sit glued to their TV while some rational person talks about long-term investing. But get somebody to promise the Dow is going to 20,000 by year's end, or better yet, is on the verge of careening into the abyss, and brother, you've got ratings. But it's all just so much noise, and it doesn't matter to us. We're in it for the beer. Next time, we'll talk about that big, ugly event. You just listened to the post titled, Stocks Part 3, Most People Lose Money in the Market by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And don't forget, Gusto offers modern, easy payroll and benefits to small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PCMag. Get three months free when you run your first payroll at gusto.com OFD. And don't wait, now's the best time to get set up for 2020. That's gusto.com OFD. And that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great start to your weekend. And for the first time ever, I will be back with you tomorrow on Saturday and Sunday too with more posts. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.